Hi, and welcome, welcome, welcome to my podcast, Hello with Harrison Mutu. I'm so excited to have you listening today, and without further ado, let's get into it. So, I really want to be open and honest about my experience as a gay black man dating in this world. Um, I want to say that I'm sure that it's incredibly difficult for literally any community that you might belong to, but this is the only experience that I have, so it's the only one that I'm going to speak to. So, in my dating history, I have only had one boyfriend, um, and I dated him through basically the entirety of my high school career, and then a little bit after that. Um, Ever since then, I've been single for about six, going on seven years. And in that time, I've had a lot of wild experiences, encountered a lot of crazy-ass people, and um, I had a lot of time to understand things about myself and to learn things about, you know, the gay dating community in general. And, you know, now I'm 24 years old, and I am one million percent over being single, Um, Not that there's anything wrong with it. Being single has been amazing for me. I've definitely gotten mine and got to experience a lot of stuff through that. But, you know, it's uh, over. That that chapter is closed for me. (laughs) And I would like to move forward in a relationship. But I have to be honest in saying that I have a lot of anxiety and kind of fear to move forward. And I guess I'm going to share why that is and see if anyone is in the same boat as me, I guess. So for starters, um, and I think this is going to be, you know, like one of the most obvious examples, but like, I think that apps, specifically Grindr, have completely demolished the idea of like true romance and intimacy. And, you know, obviously apps, you know, aren't responsible, you know, firsthand because they are just third party systems that people use. I think the real issue is that like men are just like horny dummies a lot of the time, like me included. Um, And so whenever you have nothing but that energy on an app and you don't really have any countering presence to like, you know, level that out, it just kind of goes off the wall. And like, let me tell you, Grinder is so crazy. Like, it's an app that almost every gay man will complain about, but then have on their phone. You know, they'll turn on notifications because it's like something that we all have, but other people can't know. We delete it. Like, it seems like every week, it's it's like a never-ending cycle with this thing. And because education of, you know, gay sex and, you know, just like being homosexual in this country is just like not really any country, it's not really a thing. Um, A lot of gay youth and, you know, just anyone who's new to the gay experience at any age will oftentimes end up on this app or app similar to it and, you know, learn the P's and Q's about (laughs) being gay through this forum. And unfortunately, because of that, um, there is a lot of learned behavior that needs to be unlearned immediately. Like, on Grindr, racism is okay, body shaming is, like, fine, Um, age shaming is cool, it's like... Um, just, like, harassment is fine. I mean, like, and realistically, like, none of these things are okay, but, like, nothing is really done about it because, you know, you can really say whatever you want. And on Grinder specifically, like, there is no matches. You can message whoever you want to, regardless if they want to receive your message or not. And so, you know, growing up and learning about basically, like, 
quote unquote, I'm, I'm literally doing air quotes yet again, as if you can see me, um, cause go fuck myself. Uh, anyway, um, growing up while using Grinder, um, I definitely like learned how to view myself in the eyes of others through that app. And, you know, in the gay community, the only things that are really, like, cherished and sought after are um, white skin, abs, and, like, a haircut that any person can go to Supercuts and ask for the regular. And because I possess none of those things, um, and I never have, and uh, as you can probably guess, never will, (laughs) um, I definitely was conditioned to believe that I was not beautiful. And so I think whenever I am communicating with other men, one of my roadblocks is that I genuinely cannot really understand why they would be attracted to me. Because growing up, I have been forced to believe that the only way I could be attractive is if I had white skin and abs, you know? And obviously throughout the years, I've been able to break down a lot of those walls that I had in my head, but I'd be lying if I said it wasn't still kind of difficult to see myself as worthy of that sort of attention. And I think another thing that stems from, um, you know, grinder culture is the need for immediate, like, gratification and validation, whether that be romantically or sexually or whatever. Um, you know, I find that if you aren't willing to give somebody what they want immediately, then you are no longer deemed as worthy to receive what they can give. Like, I can't even begin to count the amount of times that I've been fully ghosted because I didn't, like, give anybody ass when they wanted or, you know, I wasn't willing to be exclusive as soon as somebody wanted. Um, And, you know, I'm not crazy. Like, I don't make people wait a long time for that sort of stuff. But, like, I'm talking about people who, like, on the second date was like, oh, we should be boyfriends. Like, crazy buffoonery like that. And again, I'm really not interested in making anybody wait months and months and months for those sort of things, because like at that point, like shit or get off the pot. But if I'm in that sort of space of dating you, like to be your boyfriend, I'm going to have to get to know you a little bit more and talk to you more before I start introducing these other factors that at the end of the day will complicate it if we don't talk about them. You know, those sort of things and decisions aren't things that I don't I don't really believe that you can naturally fall into that. Like you need to communicate what your boundaries are and what sort of relationship you're trying to pursue. Because ultimately, without communication, that's how you fall into these situations where someone's looking for a husband while the other is looking for a fuck buddy. And that's not to say that one scenario is more favorable than the other, because I honestly believe that everybody should be empowered to pursue whatever type of relationship with whoever. You just need to make sure that you're communicating that properly so that way no one is left to assume anything and feelings are not hurt as easily. Because I don't know about you, but I'm sensitive as fuck and like, I love love so much that whenever things don't work out, it is like the end of the world to me. Like I get real sad boy, I'll curl up, watch a rom-com. It's literally like emotional torture to myself, but somehow I come out believing in love all over again. But enough about how I am literally the gayest man in America and back to the point. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, I think something else that is like a really big problem in the gay community is that 
everything is so looks-based that a lot of opinions about someone's personality are assumed based on how they look. And that happens literally with anybody, but I feel like the way that it happens in the gay community is very specific. Like, for example, I have um, a very solid presence in whatever room that I'm in. You know, I'm, I'm tall, I have broad shoulders, and I have a big personality. So, like, it is very rare that I'll be in a room and somebody won't notice in some way. And so I find that whenever I'm talking to guys or, you know, whatever, it's like the observation that I always receive is like, oh, my God, like, you're so different. Like, I didn't expect you to be like this. And for me, like, I sit there and I have like a fake smile and I'm like holding back a baby vomit. But it's like I realize that a lot of these people look at me and, you know, notice that I am, you know, a big personality. So they automatically assume that I'm going to be like a big personality in everything that I'm doing and, you know, kind of be like a bitch and arrogant. And like, don't get me wrong. I know my worth and I know what I bring to a situation. But like, I try to be as humble as possible. And by no means do I even think it's acceptable to be arrogant in that way where you're like, oh, you're lucky to be talking to me. Like, people really do assume that I'm going to respond that way. So then it just becomes awkward when we're finally in person, because then it's like, I'm trying so hard to combat this idea that somebody has of me. When, realistically, had they just decided to have a conversation with me before passing judgment, they would have understood that, like, I actually am a fairly down-to-earth person who just is trying to have a good time and, like, make people laugh. So now I'm kind of in this space where there are, like, several people that I could think of, like, in this very moment who I would absolutely, like, love to try and date, and that ranges from, like, you know, good friends to, like, acquaintances, whatever, or just people that, like, I connect with sometimes on the internet that, like, it's interesting, you know, but I don't really know how to how to approach any of those situations because I have a lot of, like, this deep-seated sort of insecurity surrounding relationships because a lot of my experiences, because, um, you know, I'm in a community that is so judgmental, have led me to believe that I really don't deserve that sort of relationship in my life. And because of that insecurity, I think that's what leads me to just kind of accept relationships that never really go past the physical state. Um, And I just kind of stay in like a situationship almost because that way I don't have to deal with the rejection. And it's like I'm giving somebody enough of what they want to where it's like I'm not disappointing anyone, which like mm, saying it backwards, like sounds like kind of really fucked up and like I should probably go back to therapy. But (laughs) but like in general, like that's really what it is. Like I'd rather be in a situationship than try to um try to be in a relationship with someone and have them just like not be into it. And so one of the things that I've been trying to do, you know, especially like the last, you know, few months, I guess, is like, I really do try to be very forward and like, you know, sliding into DMs or, you know, just texting people that I know or spending time with people. And, you know, I don't mean anything like graphic or crazy, like I'm not wild like that but you know telling someone when they look good or like telling someone you want to see them or like oh we should hang out sometime like I try to initiate more of that because um I find that whenever I wait it just doesn't happen and I think that's because like everyone's just kind of waiting you know like 
really think about it. Like, there's no way that, like, you're the only person sitting waiting for someone to text you. It's like a lot of people have these same insecurities, and it really just takes someone to decide to just, like, ignore it, I guess. Um, And that shit is hard. (laughs) Like, I still have no clue what I'm doing. Like, I'm, you know, I'll let someone know, like, oh, we should hang out sometime. And then they'll be like, oh, my God, yeah, let me know. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, for sure. And then I don't let them know because, like, the whole time I'm like, oh, when's a good time? Like, when is too late? Like, how late does it seem like a booty call? Like, are we just doing a booty call? I literally, like, I create so much stress for myself that I just, like, won't say anything. And so then it's like, (laughs) obviously the other person will have no idea that I'm interested because, you know, I initiated hanging out and then I just didn't say shit afterwards because I'm what? Psycho. And I have no fucking clue what I'm going to do about it moving forward. And that's okay. Because I think ultimately, like, I'm young and I have time to think and I have time to grow. And I have, you know, so much life ahead of me that, like, who's to say that I'm going to meet my, like, future partner, like, right now? But if you have a crush on me, say something. Because, like, honestly, honestly, the standards, the standards are um lower than you think. <laughs> I'm literally the dumbest person on earth. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Anyway, I think that's really all I have to say about this for now. Um, This is an ongoing story for me because, like I said, I'm still figuring it out. Um, So if any of you have any advice for me or have any thoughts you'd like to share, please let me know. Um, As always, thanks for tuning in. I really do appreciate the support and catch you next time.